Today we're going to go ahead and wrap up our study on the creation account as found in Genesis. Uh, we have so far talked about different views of creation. We looked at the first view, with the, which is the mythological view of creation. Uh, then we also took a look at the pictorial day view that's also referred to as revelation theory. And then we've talked about old earth creation and we've also talked about young earth creation and gap theory and then the last thing we discussed was what's called naturalistic evolution today in conclusion we want to talk about the biblical view this is the final view that needs to be considered what does the bible say in regards to the creation account uh, these issues include, but certainly are not limited to, the Bible speaks about the uniqueness of man. The Bible speaks about the origins of sin. And the Bible talks about the teachings of Jesus and the Apostle Paul. Now, regards to the uniqueness of man, and of course this is taking a break from evolution, which says that we are descended from a lower life form, the New Testament actually teaches that man is the pinnacle of God's creation in that unlike the animal kingdom, he was created in the image of God. Millard Erickson says of this, there is something that gives humanity value from above. The value of humans is not that they are the highest products of the evolutionary process thus far, but that the supreme eternal being has made them in his own image. It is not our estimation of ourselves, but the judgment of the holy God that gives us value. So the uniqueness of man, man is, the Bible says God created us in his image. God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit made man Man the mind, man the body, man the spirit. I am a trying being. I am made in the image of God. I am a product of God. I am made in the image of God. To embrace revolution, evolution is to reject that. If we are simply evolved or advanced um, mutations from a lower animal life, then we really have no redeemable value. Um, Therefore, the whole work of the cross was a waste of time. Listen, my friend, evolution and creationism do not go hand in hand. Uh, and you can try to spin that <laughs> as long as you want. Man is unique. We are different. He breathed into us the breath of life, the Ruach of God. Now, in regards to original sin. The Bible teaches that man rebelled against God in the Garden of Eden. Again, there was a Garden of Eden, which goes back to the biblical account. When they chose disobedience rather than obedience in regards to the tree of life. And we've been talking about Genesis 1 and 2. This is recorded in Genesis chapter number 3. That single act of rebellion brought sin into God's creation for the first time. And as a result of that sin, death came upon all mankind, spiritually and physically. Man died immediately, spiritually, and died eventually, physically. That is why Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
man created in the image of god man fell by disobedience and the whole new testament is about man's redemption again the biblical view is that man created in the image of god and we therefore need to be redeemed and because the wages of sin that were introduced into the world by adam and eve requires that we have a redeemer adam and eve god demonstrates his own love toward us in romans chapter 5 verse number 8 and that while we were still yet sinners christ died for us why is it that the devil for years and years has not attacked john 3 16 for god so loved the world because i believe he knows if he can destroy chapter 1 and 2 if he can destroy the very first verse in the bible in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth everything falls apart thereafter john chapter 3 verse number 16 is irrelevant if genesis chapter number 1 verse number 1 is not true also the teachings of both jesus christ and the apostle paul are predicated on the historicity of the creation account for example jesus's response to the religious leaders in regards to in divorce to divorce he references the creation account when he said in mark 10:68, but from the beginning of creation god made them male and female and for this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother and the two shall become one flesh so they are no longer two but they are one flesh jesus obviously clearly believed in the historic account of adam and eve understand if you embrace anything else in regards to the creation account you're saying jesus was deluded he didn't know what he was talking about he was lying jesus believed in the historic account of adam and eve also the apostle paul referred to adam and eve on several occasions throughout his writings when speaking to the romans he said that death reigned from adam to moses even over those who had not sinned in the likeness of the offense of adam who is a type of him who was to come in romans chapter 5 verse number 14 so obviously paul believed in the historicity of genesis chapter 1 and 2. also when speaking to the corinthians paul said that in adam all die also also in christ all will be made alive and he also said the first man adam became a living soul the last adam became a life-giving spirit that's all in first corinthians chapter number 15. again if genesis chapter number one and two are anything but literal jesus and the apostle paul were wrong also when speaking to timothy in first timothy 2:13, paul said for it was adam who was first created and then eve and it was not adam who was deceived but the woman being deceived fell into the transgression it is clear that the apostle paul believed in the creation account as well so how can we wrap this up after looking at several alternative views of the creation account the question is now which ones agree with and which ones contradict the writings of the bible well most conservatives hold to the view of either old creationism 
young creationism or the gap theory. On the other hand, most conservatives categorically reject the mythological pictorial day and naturalistic evolutionary views. And the reason for these views by conservatives is because old earth creationism, young earth creationism, and gap theory all involve an intelligent creator. Creator. <laughs> of course, they strongly disagree on the particulars, such as whether the creation account in Genesis 1 and 2 should be taken literally or that something happened between verses 1 and 2, but they will all concur that an intelligent creator God was involved. And on the other hand, their rejection of the mythological pictorial day and naturalistic evolutionary views is because those views reject the account of Genesis chapter 1 and 2 as factual. They deny the involvement of an intelligent creator. They embrace naturalistic evolution and its views of random mutation and natural selection, which totally contradict the teachings of the Bible and thus impugns the authority of Christ and his apostolic witness. So naturally, the biblical view is that Genesis chapter number 1 and 2 are little. They are historical. Personally, I reject the gap theory. I don't embrace the gap theory at all. I don't think there's anything between 1 and 2. Um, Death came into the world through Adam. Uh, I don't believe there was a pre-Adamic race. Now, that narrows it down to either old earth creationism or young earth creationism. I, quite frankly, embrace young earth creationism. I've studied it. I encourage you to do the same. God bless you guys. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Remember always that God loves you, wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.